Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hope you're all having a tremendous day. Going to chat with uh, Tim Lacombe coming up here in just a moment. Remember, his conversation's all brought to you by Spirian. Are you a business owner? You have better things to do than job hunt or scramble to find your next great hire. Let Spirian Staffing and Recruiting do it for you. Visit them online at Spirion.com. That's S-P-H-E-R-I-O-N.com. In fact, Tim Lacombe's DMs are wide open for you to hit him up and say, what can Spirian do for me? They can employ you. Yes, exactly. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. Well, I am so good. How are you guys? Man. <clears throat> Better now. You Have ever you... heard that one that people say, so good, I'm so good? Oh, I'm yeah. So good. I'm so good. I'm so good. Oh, for I'm heaven's so sake. I'm so good. Hey, Coach, have you always been one of the more handsome people? Like in high school, were you the handsome guy in high school? I bet he was. No, never, I've never been the handsome guy. I, I'm right where I should be. I'm on the radio anymore, you know? <laughs> right where I should be. I mean, I don't mean to I don't mean to insinuate that you guys aren't handsome. you got your own deal to work out. But <laughs> I, I've been known to always have a face for radio, and I feel quite at home behind me. The glass. That's not true. I, I watched you the other night, Colin Weaver State Games. The suit was on point. Hair was on point. You look great. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, you know, I'm trying to follow in your footsteps, man. I'm, uh, I'm just taking gigs when they come up. We had a blast up there at Weaver the other night. Uh, Montana State game was great. Montana, they kind of missed an opportunity, but got the high school state tournament coming up here in a few weeks and that will be uh you know have to do you'll have to deal with me again <laughs> we want to deal with you as much as we can uh coach we got this all-star weekend here and we'll get to that but i do want to start with this memphis game last night just give us some of your takeaways from utah jazz memphis the final game before the all-star break 
when I finally, you know, after a couple of years, I'm hard-headed, but when the Jazz announced that Lowry would be out uh, last night, you know, in the pregame, I was I was really looking to try to find an angle that the Jazz could be in this game. And, you know, on paper, there just wasn't one. Um, but I've seen them play enough, and I know probably the most important thing, or as important as anything that's gone on this year, has been kind of this uh, – this culture that's been adopted where this team just does not have any excuses and they take, they don't take no for an answer and come hell or high water, they're going to be in every game. Um, and I think you know, we've seen a lot of that through, you know, this year, but I think last night was probably one of the cooler examples. You know, I had two guys I hadn't even played with the team before that go in and get you, uh, I think 17 points between them and Damien Jones and Toscano Anderson. Um, you know, I think Ochai took a step last night and, um, and again, with no Sexton, a lot of pressure on THT and he performed like the maestro. So uh, even though they lost the game, which I think everybody expected, they didn't lose it how everybody expected. And that's been a common theme. Ochai with that breakaway dunk off the turnover to cut the lead down to one. Uh, ben Anderson said he looked a little bit like Clyde Drexler. I mean, I knew the guy had some some hops, but boy, that was that was insane. Well, I'll tell you what, you seriously, because Ben nailed it. the The dunk itself and his ability to get up, but it was the dunk itself was almost an afterthought. He was so high, yeah, and he thought about laying it in about three times, and he's like, "Yeah, I guess I'll just dunk it." You know, I'm still up here. Um, <laughs> And I kind of feel like that's what like that the the motion of that where it kind of looks like it's going to be a finger roll for a, a while and then it is a dunk. That's what reminds me of Drexler a lot in college. He did a lot of that stuff. Coach, is Olenek a part of the Jazz future plans? Yeah. You know, I don't know how the window feel, fits, but I mean, I think you'll see last night and and throughout the year he's really been a big part of why this has worked um, to have a five that you, you know, or, or a four in this case, now that Walker's kind of taken that job at five. Um, but a big guy that can facilitate, that can pick, he can pop, he can bounce it, he can pass it, he can rebound it. Um, and he's very intellectual with the game. So there's always a place on your team for that. I just don't know with his window and, you know, his age and everything else um, and how fast the Jazz can really get this thing to where they make a move, I would say certainly a part of the – a big part of the future for the rest of the year if that goes anywhere. Um, but beyond that, I think we just have to kind of wait and see what pieces the Jazz acquire. And, you know, again, you always need a guy like that, but does it match up with his window uh, in his career? The great Tim Lacombe joining us right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Were you hanging around in 93, last All-Star game? I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. In 93, I was, um, I was in town. Um, I think, yeah, I was at the U. Uh, or just, just prior to starting at the U. I think I started with Majerus in 95. So I was around but didn't go to the game or anything. I just remember the buzz. Uh, and, again, I, I know there's a, a lot going on that costs a lot of money. But it's totally free to go downtown and walk around. And I promise you, if, you, if you're diligent and walk around and check out the mall and the hotel and the civic, you know, the, the convention center, you're going to see somebody that, uh, you know, has something to do with a big part of basketball. Uh, they'll be all over the place. So I, I encourage people to get out and get downtown. It's, a, it's like a lunar eclipse, one in every 30 years. I was going to bring this up. Shams reporting that the Jazz are releasing Leandro Balmoral. Talk a little bit about Leandro and and his situation with the Jazz. Uh, you know, was drafted, um, and you know the Jazz acquired him in a deal. Obviously, not drafted by the Jazz, but acquired this summer. Um, and he's uh, you know he's an interesting player, but I think. The fact that Will's been really, really liberal with minutes this year, uh, in, as guys earned them. And I think we have not seen a lot of Bomaro. And so I, I just wonder, you know, if it's um, – he, he's a guy that plays at a great pace, plays with great energy, struggles from time to time to knock in shots, and that might be part of the issue. But I would also guess, you know, have a hard time keeping dudes in front uh, defensively. So I would just speak that they maybe the Jazz have their eyes on somebody else um, that they might want to try to acquire, or you know, or they're just giving Leandro an opportunity to find a better fit. Tim Lacombe joining us right here on ninety-seven five, the KSL Sports Zone. What, in your opinion, constitutes a successful final twenty twenty-five games of the year? Is it win losses? Is it development? Like, what do you want to see over this final stretch of games? Well, the old, you know, cynic coach in me would say, most importantly, that guys stay healthy. You know, I think that that is first and foremost and certainly a a big piece of it going forward. So that goes without saying. Um, I think, you know, I think if you just step back and look at the wins this year, and I'm not talking wins, you know, games. I'm talking wins, you know, along the way. Uh, The season – and the prior to the season, the season itself, I think we've picked up a lot of things. I just mentioned, you know, kind of the culture that's been, um, I guess, re- redeveloped. It's, it seems as though the culture was really, really great. And it, it's not like it didn't. It wasn't great last year. It was like, it's almost like the, the you know, that everybody kind of knew that this team might not have what it takes. And it got a little discouraged. Um, but I still think guys played, you know, played hard. It, it's a, but to me that that's a big piece that came out of it. And then all the players, 
you know, we talk about Walker Kessler and we talk about THT and Sexton uh, and Lowry, of course, making the all-star game this year. Um, I would just say that to give Ochai more time over the next 25 is big. THT getting more time over the next 25 is big. Um, and then just a, a developed and renewed chemistry, uh, I think, is what you're looking for. You can't control really what's going to happen, but the, the West is still really tight and crazy. So if they went on you know, a, a bit of a winning streak, they could be in that conversation. Uh, I think a lot of things are still open, but uh, those are the main things I'm looking for. Continued development, uh, continued commitment to this culture, um, and, and really just watching this team compete. It's been a blast all year long. Really quick, Coach, I wanted to get a thought from you on Westbrook. Trade deadline went down February 9th. Four games have been played since the trade deadline. Toronto, New York, Indiana, Memphis, 2-2, two and two, Jazz go. And here we are on February 15th, and still not a lot of word on Westbrook. What are your expectations? Well, I know, I mean, from my from guys I've talked to, I talked to Mike Smith, and he's, you know, Mike's pretty tuned in. Um, but it sounds as though, you know, the conversations with the Jazz have been really, really great. And I think the interest is certainly would be great on both parts, you know, if they could figure out how the scenario would work. But I think ultimately what we're seeing with Sexton, Ochai, THT, getting all those minutes, I think that that's what the Jazz would prefer. Um, and I think that's been shared with the Westbrook camp, and it's really up to them now to kind of kick around and figure out what's going to be the best situation for him going forward. Um, but like I say, I think everything I've heard is that uh, the, the, the conversations and everything have been very, very good and very pleasant, and and that's actually really cool, knowing you know, a little bit of the history involved. Really cool to hear that. Well, Coach, we appreciate it. Always good catching up with you. Keep it rolling, and uh, we look forward to catching up again uh, next week. Thanks, Coach. Hey, you bet. And, yeah, take care, and you guys have a great weekend. You got it. The great Tim Lacombe right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.